then I'm going to say it. You're going to have to show your face. That's where we are now on Instagram. We cannot be afraid to show who we are, to build a brand on Instagram and to be successful. It's not about what you offer. It's about you and what you stand for and how you help your followers. Are you a photographer looking to build a five or six figure business that has both time and financial freedom? Maybe you're struggling to get clients on your books that don't know what to do to bring in your next lead. Maybe you're frustrated with social media because you see it working for other photographers, but you aren't seeing any results. Maybe you're an established photographer with a solid client base, but you're looking to go next level. The truth is that taking pretty pictures just isn't enough anymore. In order to build that dream career as a photographer that you had when you first got into this industry, it's going to take a toolkit of business skills, marketing strategies, and accountability. Hi, I'm Brooke Jefferson, a lifestyle photographer, marketing strategist, and business coach for photographers. Welcome to the Book More Clients Photography Podcast, where I share tried and true marketing strategies, interview other photographers and experts, and pull back the curtain on what it really takes to be the go-to photographer in your specialty. My goal is to help you turn your business both profitable and purposeful. If you're ready, let's jump on in to today's show. It's no surprise that social media has been as unpredictable as the year 2020. And that is why I'm so excited about today's show with my friend, Allison Scholes. We are going to be diving in to the ins and outs of Instagram, where you need to be focusing for 2021 and how to start booking those clients. So without further ado, here is my friend, Allison. Welcome to the show. Hey girl, thanks for having me on. I'm excited. Of course, I can't wait. Will you really quickly introduce yourself to the listeners? Well, my name is Allison Scholes, aka The Boss Lady in Sweatpants. That's the name of my business. I also have a podcast, Social Media for Mompreneurs. I'm a mom. I have two boys at home. I'm married and I have been in the business social media realm for about five years, but within the last year and a half, that's when I got really crystal clear on what I want to do, got real clear with my audience. And now I am an Instagram coach and podcaster. And my goal is really just to help mompreneurs grow their presence on Instagram through creative copy and content and coaching. Yes, which is what every mama needs at this point who runs a business. And if you do have a business, you're probably marketing it online, which means you probably have an Instagram account and we probably need to hear what Allison's going to talk about today. So um, real quick, I just want to paint the picture of how we even know each other. We ended up meeting through Stephanie Gass, who has been on both of our shows and who was our business coach. We did a podcast mastermind together. And now we know what each other loves to talk about. I've been on your podcast and now you're coming on my show. And so I just wanted to paint that picture for how I knew you. And it's so fun to to bring you and your expertise onto the show today. So If you're ready, I'm ready. Let's talk about Instagram. I know that so much has changed 
it feels like Instagram is changing and releasing features about as often as my child changes his underwear, which is every hour, <laughs> literally, it seems like. So um, I'm, I just feel like everyone's a little overwhelmed. Where do we start? Where do we focus? So I'm going to let you have the floor and school us on Instagram today. Well, let me paint you a pretty picture. Just a few short years ago, Instagram was seen as people were following the picture-perfect celebrity influencers. What we're seeing now is we are seeing a shift into people following your everyday ordinary influencers, people like you and I, because people relate to them. And that's why it's so key to be on Instagram. And I'm going to say it. There's a lot of features on Instagram and yes, you do need to know all of them. That doesn't mean you need to be using every single one of them every single day, but I do think it's really, really important to know all of them because when we're on Instagram and we're using Instagram to grow our presence and to grow our business, we are building what's called the no like, and trust factor. I know everyone has heard that, but when it really comes down to it, it's like, well, what does it really mean? Like, how do we really do that on Instagram? So I like to look at Instagram as like a, like a pizza pie and divide it up into thirds. If we're putting all our eggs into one third, just utilizing posts, our newsfeed, Think of two thirds of your audience you could be missing. So use your news feed for people to get to know you. So you want to provide like valuable content in your news feed. You can look at stories and reels as the other third of the pie. That's where people are going to start liking you. And that's when you want to pull back the curtain and you want to show off your personality using reels and stories. And I'm going to say it, you're going to have to show your face. That's where we are now on Instagram. We cannot be afraid to show who we are. To build a brand on Instagram and to be successful, it's not about what you offer. It's about you and what you stand for and how you help your followers. So you have to be showing the person behind the brand, the person behind the camera, because I'm not going to do business with somebody when I only see their work and it's picture perfect but I have no idea what they look like and I have no idea what their personality is or what they stand for, their values. I wanna work with somebody who is very similar to me and has my value. So we have to make sure that we are putting that out there in our stories, in our reels. And then the other third of that is utilizing IGTV, Instagram Live and the DMs. And that is your chance to build brand authority through teaching in one-on-one -on -one conversations. So I like to kind of break all the features into thirds, into chunks, and you should be taking your content and sprinkling in, in all those pieces. So you are hitting your audience in different ways. Does that make sense, Brooke? Oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. And I've never really thought about um, looking at it as a pie chart. <laughs> I have always seen Instagram as like, um, 
you know, when your kids destroy their room and you walk in and you're like, oh, no, I don't even want to, I don't even want to try to tackle that beast. That's some, that's honestly how Instagram can feel, especially when um, you're not on it on a daily basis and you don't take the time to learn. So I love thinking about it as a pie chart because I'm a visual learner. And so I followed along with that perfectly. Um, And yes, one thing that you said, and I just want to touch on this because this is the truth. They have been telling us, they, stats, uh, experts, all the things, gurus have been telling us since 2018 that uh, showing your face and video marketing was going to be number one. And I'm telling you right now, if you don't start showing your face, you don't start learning how to do a story or a reel or a video, you are going to be left behind in 2021. Hands down, so sorry. Like, that's it. If you want Instagram to work, we're telling you what to do. Just don't be one of those people that's like, it's still not working for me if you don't put in the work. So that's a little tough love, but Mm -hmm. um that's what this, that's what this episode is all about is how to make Instagram work for you and you will be left behind. So, all right. (laughs) One of the biggest trends that they're, you know, they're saying for 2021, the biggest trend is they're going to see an increase in usage and stories and not so much post. People are actually going to start posting less, but they're going to be in their stories daily. And the reason for that is because stories are so relatable I'd rather see a photographer packing her car with all of her gear and her coffee and seeing her excited and her facial expressions about she's ready to go do a family shoot that has little toddlers. And maybe she has a little bag and she's like, okay, I have all these little toys to keep them smiling. And that is so relatable. And as a mom, I would appreciate that so much. I would rather see more stories from that photographer with behind the scenes on how she preps, you know, what she gets excited about, why she is a photographer versus seeing all her final photography in her newsfeed. And it looks picture perfect because life isn't picture perfect. I want to see the real life. I want to see the photographer. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm kind of that way with everything. And one of my favorite ways to think about stories, and this sounds so stupid, but uh, one of my childhood dreams that I don't think I've ever really said this out loud was <laughs> to be an actress. Like my mom threw me in these classes with a bunch of these actors and actresses. Like we were all learning how to do it. And that's like a really big thing when you grow up in the Fort Worth, Dallas area. Um, and that's why so many people are like, how do you know all these actors and actresses? And I'm like, because we went to school together and like, it's just like a weird thing. And anyway, I promise it doesn't make me a celebrity. It does not by any means, but um. So when I think about stories, it's kind of like your own reality TV show, which some people are like, Mm-mm, I don't want any part of that. And some of us are like, this is so fun. Watch me make a sandwich. Watch me uh, <laughs> organize my living room, you know? Um, but those are that's what's relatable. In fact, if you go scroll my DMs, 99% of the time, we're not talking about photography. We're talking about real life stuff, which allows us to become friends, grow a friendship, and then people become clients. That's just, that's just how it goes. That's the world that we are living in. And that's the whole point of Instagram. It's to grow and nurture relationships. The sale always comes down the road. And we have to realize that Instagram is a marathon. It's about the long run. And it's about 
the connections that you're making over time. And we also have to look at Instagram. Just not everyone is a potential client. You never know the people you meet that it can turn into collaborations and referrals. And Brooke and I collaborate with each other for the podcast and we refer other people to each other. That's how it works. Yeah, it does. And that's the beauty of it too. Um, and honestly, it's kind of freeing not having the pressure of knowing that every single person you talk to on Instagram could be a potential client. Like it's not, I've seen people selling these, um, these like super scammy scripts and here's how to have auto messages and here's how to get these people down this so-called funnel. And yes, we're all trying to make money in our business. There is a funnel, but it does not have to be some scammy thing. I mean, honestly, the best salespeople just do it naturally and authentically. There's really no secret other than the fact that they're putting themselves out there showing their personality and their brand, which is something I'm very excited to talk to Allison about too, is really how do we even infuse branding and personality into our social media? What does that look like? I'm, I'm going to answer this in two parts because I'm going to separate brand and personality, even though they work together. But when a lot of people, when they're on Instagram, they don't know where to start. They're like, well, I don't know what kind of content to put out there. Oh, I need to be in my stories. I need to be on, you know, IGTV and in my reels. I have no idea what I should be doing. So I always help people define their three brand pillars. And it's just a fancy way of saying, what do you want to be known for? So when someone goes to your account and they are going through all your content, it should always point back to one of your three brand pillars. So for example, if you were to look at my account, I want to be known for personal branding. I want to be known for helping women grow a presence on Instagram. And I also want to be known for making social media easy and fun again. That's it. Those are my three brand pillars. They're the foundation of my brand. So anything that I decide to create and put out there on Instagram, I'm always going to make sure it's going to point back to one of those three brand pillars. So you want to be growing your brand pillars on Instagram, what do you want to be known for? So that's the first part of that answer. The second one, let's talk about your personality. Everyone has a personality. I don't want to hear, I don't have a personality. I'm so boring. No, you're not. Nobody's boring. So I always say, sit down and write down three personality traits. What are your top three personality tra traits? Then ask two people who are super close to you. It's normally your mother and your spouse or your sister and ask them for three personality traits. How would they describe you? You will see that your list and their list, there's going to be traits that overlap. Circle them. That is how you are going to infuse your personality into Instagram, how you write your content. So for example, my third three personality traits are fun, creative and sassy. So guess what? When I show up in my stories, I'm going to be a little sassy. I'm going to be fun. My writing could be a little creative. I'm just going to infuse those three words in the way that I present myself through my graphics, my tone of voice, my captions. That's all you need to do. And for a while, you can have your three personality traits on a post-it note right in front of you. That way you're always thinking about it. And really it doesn't make it so hard. 
you want it to be natural to you. I think the problem is, and you're probably going to agree with this, Brooke. I think we're consuming too much content on social, on Instagram and social media way too much. We're uh, watching, right? We're watching all these other people do these amazing things. And then we get caught into, well, how can I do that? Like, no, like just stop, just go back to your values, your brand pillars and your personality and just do it. And you'll be amazed at what will happen when you stop consuming so much content. Yeah. So I think 99% of our comparison and imposter syndrome comes from consuming too much content. I'm literally speaking to myself. You have no idea how much um, or how, how far down the comparison trail I've lived the last two months, but it's been crazy. And I'm having to break myself of that. So I love this exercise. And I was writing down things that you were saying, and I know I've done this before, but it's nice to do it all the time. Um, and so three words right off the bat that I feel like I've heard a lot for me in the last probably month or so is honest, friendly and sarcastic. And I'm like, that is why Allison and I get along so well. We're Enneagram twos. We're very like, we're funny, but we're friendly. But at the same time, we like to have a good time. So, um, and, and I love the word honest because I think that's a huge part of my brand, huge part of my brand and personality. And so, um, you know, like when you read captions from me, a lot of them are going to be very conversational and friendly things I would say to a friend is how I write. Um, and if it doesn't come across that way, then I definitely need to tailor my messaging. But uh, I loved that little exercise. And that's so easy to do. That's something everybody can do right now. And better yet, I think one of fun little exercise for Instagram to do this, and I know you probably would have said this too, is ask your Instagram people to what three words or what one word they would use to describe you. And the reason I say that is because sometimes what the words they say are the words you didn't expect. And it mm. might be a good time for you to figure out, am I actually um, infusing my brand and personality the way that it should be coming across? Um, that's usually a good gut check. And if people aren't answering the question, they probably don't know enough about you. So that's just a fun little exercise to see what your current following thinks about you. So yeah, that's a, that's a great point. You can totally do that in your Instagram stories. I might actually do that, Brooke. <laughs> we should do that. Let's see if we get any honest, yeah. friendly, and sarcastic. <laughs> I might be a little nervous about my, the reaction. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's funny. Okay. So now that we know how to get there, now that we're not working from scratch, um, let's talk about features really quickly. I know we touched on it, but let's go back to it. There's so many features out there. There's guides, there's reels, there's IGTV. There's all the other things that you can be doing on Instagram. Where do you think photographers really need to focus? And if you could tell us to pick two things to focus on, how do we figure out what two of those are? And then how do we learn how to use it and make it flow with our Instagram branding? That is a loaded question. So we're going to break this down. First, I think you need to really understand who your ideal audience is and understand how they prefer to consume content. So you're going to have to be asking a lot of questions in your captions you're gonna to have to be taking a lot of polls and asking questions in your Instagram stories. But I think 
not just photographers, there's so many people that are so overwhelmed with all of the features on Instagram. So I always say, start with where you're comfortable. If you're comfortable posting on a consistent basis in your newsfeed, you need to continue doing that, but you also need to do it and start showing your face. So yes, you're gonna have to start showing branded photos of you. You're also gonna have to start sprinkling some selfies of yourself, talk about your why, talk about, you know, maybe there's something in your niche. You know, you can have a polarizing caption. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, talk about your routines. People need to get to know you. It's not just about your work. They wanna know the person behind the camera. So use your news feed to start talking about yourself and introducing yourself to your audience. And then you need to start getting into your Instagram stories. It needs to become consistent and comfortable. Those are the first two that I think you really need to get comfortable with is your news feed, posting consistently and in your Instagram stories. Another place that I think a lot of people forget about is the hashtag hubs. You want to get it, especially photographers, you can meet a lot of people through your local hashtag hubs. So if you're in Texas, whatever cities that are around you in Texas, start researching in the hashtags what local hashtags people are using and get in there and find businesses, families, you know, whoever is posting in those hashtag hubs, start engaging with those posts, start leaving comments. And I'm not talking about comments about your business. I'm talking about if someone had a funny quote, they put a quote about family life or whatever, and it resonated with you, it entertained you, leave a comment and said, oh my gosh, that was so funny. I, I can totally relate to that. You're just starting conversations with these people in the hashtag hubs. And you can get a lot of followers that way. You can get a lot of exposure that way. And again, you can collaborate and get a lot of referrals in the hashtag hubs. Another thing I like to tell people is follow my 10, 10, 10 rule. This is not something that I made up. It's something that I was taught and it really has helped me to be really consistent on Instagram and go on with a purpose without falling into the rabbit hole and without comparing myself to other people. So what the 10, 10, 10 rule is, is I spend 10 minutes a day in my newsfeed, posting and commenting. Then I spend 10 minutes in my stories. I'm interacting with other people's stories. And then later on in the day, I'll spend another 10 minutes in my hashtag hubs and I am engaging with posts and I might even share other people's posts to my stories and tag them. That is how I am engaging with new audiences and I'm creating conversations with new people. And that is only 30 minutes a day. It's so doable. So that's really how I would start is start where you're comfortable and then you need to get into those hashtag hubs and get with your local hubs and start making new conversations. Okay, I love that. That That is helpful for the common question of where do we even begin with hashtags? So notice that she didn't say 
<laughs> go type in some random hashtags and just start engaging with people because that's wasted time. You need to focus your energy and attention, especially for those of you that live in areas where these hashtag local hashtags are very active. I will be honest. I am not one of those people. I do not live in an area where people even know how to use a hashtag, but that's okay. So for those of you that are like me, you live in small farm towns. There's not a whole lot going on. Don't worry. We have other strategies for you. I have a whole podcast on strategies for you. Um, but for those of you that it does work, you really need to put your energy and your time there because that is truly going to help you. A lot of you tell me all the time, I don't know how to grow in a new area. Hello, local hashtags. If you are brand new to an area, the best place that you can start is collaborating with existing businesses that are already there and have clientele. So um, thank you for that. I definitely think, again, the post, the stories, I know a couple of the listeners are going to be sitting in a boat where they're like, okay, I, I need something else. I'm totally good with stories. I'm there all the time. I'm a consistent poster. Um, maybe I use hashtags. Maybe I don't care about them. What can I, what can I do next? And so um, I know you and I had a discussion before we even started recording about the future of video. And I kind of want to dive into that a little bit with you because I feel like that's where we need to make a decision. We need to, we need to have video in some aspect or another, whether that's IGTV, more video in the stories or hitting up reels. So I'd love to just kind of hear your take on video and maybe, um, maybe a couple pros and cons to each one. If you want to throw us some information out. Well, I think I agree with you, Brooke. I think we absolutely need to get on video. Video is where it's at. Video is going to get you the engagement. So I like to look at video. I break it down. If you're going to use Reels or IGTV, look at it as a way to teach your audience something or build your brand authority. So let's take Reels and let's take Brooke, you as a photographer, you can use reels as a way to maybe mentor other photographers. Like the, you know, these are the three settings you need to have on your camera when you're shooting in natural lighting. These are the three settings you need to have when you're shooting indoors on a cloudy day, like brain dump all the ideas that you could possibly teach. And then you're going to do that in your reels. You're going to do that on your IGTV and it doesn't need to be all the time and it doesn't need to be hard. So this is how I handle my reels and IGTV. I'm a constant poster. I'm super consistent. I'm in my stories all the time, but I know that I need to be showing up on video. So at the end of every month, I will look at my calendar and I will look at next month's and decide on what is my overall goal or theme? What do I want to focus on for that month? What do I want to teach? So for example, this month was personal branding. That's what I wanted to focus on. So then I decided, well, all right, I need to be in Reels and I need to be in IGTV. I need to make sure I sprinkle that in. So I decided for the month, I'm going to do two IGTVs and I'm going to do, I think like six Reels. That was two reels a week. I batch all of it on one day. I don't do it on a whim because I think that we're not showing up with, um, you know, great content. It's not, 
it's not going to come across as building our authority if we're just going to really, I'll just throw a reel together. I don't really care about it because then your audience is going to know that you don't care about it. So I spend one day a week batching out all my social media content and that includes reels and IGTV. So I always make sure that I jot down my ideas. I have everything set to go and I batch it out and I schedule it within my content, within the calendar and within the week on Instagram. So that's the best way to get started is just to start mapping out your month. When are you going to show up on video? Because it's so easy for us to say, yeah, I'm going to do a couple of reels and I need to get on video. Well, you're going to find yourself, I need to get on video and you're going to say that for the next five months and you're never going to do it. <laughs> so you need to like get it on the calendar and commit to it and batch it. Don't get on Instagram. I, I always teach, don't make your reel within the app. Just do it outside the app and then use other apps to trim it to the 15 seconds. And then you can upload it to Instagram reels the next day or three days later. It makes it so much easier for you to concentrate on your content rather than being super nervous when you're facing the camera, when you're in Instagram. Does that make sense, Brooke? Yeah, no, that makes total sense. And I, I really like that. I also am a fan of batching, time blocking, all those things, but I'm not always great at practicing that. And so I know for me, I have made one reel and one reel only. And so again, you're like, you're speaking to me. I know that I need this. I've been saying I need to do reels for how many months now? Um, and so I, I know that I need to get it done. And a lot of that for me was just like, let's just push through 2020. Let's just, let's get past the busy season when things settle down, which I feel like is a lie we all tell ourselves, but I do think there's a rest around the corner. Um, so I think that's one thing that I'll definitely be implementing myself. Hopefully by the time this is aired, I can at least have one or two new reels out. That'd be cool. Um, so I, I love that. And again, video is just like where it's going. And, and here's the thing, and I've always heard this tip and I think it's a very good one that everyone needs to take with them. And that is that when Instagram releases a new feature, you need to use it because they're obviously going to naturally be pushing your content to more people. A lot of yes. people didn't get on stories. They waited till the last minute. Some of you still have never been in your stories before. That's no longer, you know, the thing, but it will help you. We definitely think you should still be there. In fact, I scroll my stories more than I scroll my feed. And I think everybody can, can attest to that. Yes. So, and actually the only way I get to people's posts is through their stories when they're shared to the story. Like that's it. For the majority of us, we live in video entertainment. That's what gets shared. It's no longer, you know, it's either a really awesome quote or it's a video. And I think where you see the trend happening is where we need to evolve our business to. That's what marketing is. Bottom line, that's how you learn to market your business. So you gave so many good tips. Um, what else do you want to leave us with for Instagram because we covered a lot. <laughs> we did. You know what? Move from a state of inspiration to a state of doing. I think a lot of us get stuck in that trap of we watch so many other mentors and influencers rocking their businesses and you say, okay, I need to start doing that, but we never do it. So stop watching what other people are doing. Start putting your ideas into action. And the 
biggest thing that you can do on Instagram is be consistent, be confident in your work and show your face like that. Hands down, show your face. People need to see the person behind the brand. They need to see the person behind the camera. Yes. So true. Um, and I'm just going to play devil advocates here. So, uh, what give me two or three easy things everybody can do to go show their face. Cause I know the first thing people are thinking is, I don't know where to start. I don't know how to show my face. I'm going to look stupid, blah, blah. All those things are flashing through their mind. So give them like two or three, go do this right now. That's how you can show your face posts, topics, stories, whatever. All right. Go put all your, um, photography equipment on your desk, sit behind there, put your camera on a timer, take a picture. There's a post, uh, take a picture of you with your morning routine. How do you start your day? Take a picture, take a picture by your computer and tell us your editing process. Take a picture of you editing on your computer. There you go. There's your first three. Boom, boom, boom. I <laughs> love it. Okay. If you're an action taker, go do it. Let's move from the state of inspiration to the state of doing. I'm going to do all three myself. I will hopefully, I'm going to even go a few steps further and do reels on all three of those topics. So thank you for that. Um, uh, yeah, I'm super, super excited. So thank you so much, Allison. Like it was jam packed. If they didn't take notes, they better rewind and listen again because this was so, so good. Um, do people even say rewind anymore, by the way? That's like such an old I, term. I totally thought I of think a VHS. So <laughs> yes, I did too. That's why I asked you that. I'm like, wait a second. Uh, most people say go back. Like it's not even called rewind. It's called go back, the mm -hmm. back button. So anyway, start it over, whatever button you want to press. Um, where can people find you and hang out with you online? Of course, on Instagram at Allison Shoals, or they can just go check out my website at bossladyandsweatpants.com. I love it. And one more time, tell us the name of your podcast, because if they're already listening, I know that they can just hop over there super quick. It is Social Media for Mompreneurs Podcast. Perfect. Thank you again so much for coming on the show. Something tells me you'll be back for another episode at some point in 2021, if not 2022. So I just appreciate your knowledge and your golden tips. And I'm ready to watch these photographers transform their Instagram. Oh, thanks again, Brooke.